Welcome to RCCG, Jesus Worship Centre, Brisbane, Queensland. A place of God's word, power and praise. Where Christ's love reigns, champions are raised, dreams come true. Listen and God bless you. sorrow in the mighty name of Jesus there is no more room for failures in the name of Jesus father we give you all the glory in Jesus mighty name we are prayed sorry fire before you go uh, before we sit down I want us to make this confession unto God because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because he lives, I can face
are confident to face tomorrow. Father, we exalt your name for your love for us. In fact, it is better than life. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your thoughts concerning us. We appreciate you, O Lord, for how you have been keeping us. Thank you, O Lord, for the glorious inheritance that you have given us in Christ Jesus. Father, be thou magnified in Jesus' name. Lord, as we sit at your feet this morning to listen to your word, we pray that the entrance of your word will give us light and understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Almighty, by the reason of your word, every confusion will be dissipated in the name of Jesus. Father, every worry, every anxiety, Father, will be dispelled in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you have heard us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to have our seats in the presence of God. Amen. I want us to take a deep sigh of relief in the presence of God because you are resting, you know, like you are in the hands of God. You are under his shadow. So there is no form, there is no, there is no case for worry, there is no you know, reason to be anxious. Hallelujah. So I want, us, I want to appreciate the Lord Almighty this morning for the opportunity to bring us the word of God. And I want to thank God for his people that are ever willing, you know, to come to his house to listen to his word, knowing fully that his word, their spirit, and their life. Hallelujah. And equally, I would like to appreciate our pastor for this opportunity. I pray the Lord Almighty will continually increase you in all fronts in the name of Jesus. Uh, today, in line with our theme for this month, interestingly, this is the uh, last Sunday in the month of April. You know, the, usually the best is reserved for the, you know, <laughs> for the last. Hallelujah. And we are going to be looking at be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. And it's a popular verse that we know in the scripture in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 into 7. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Be anxious for nothing. I want you to tell yourself, call out your name, Wale, be anxious for nothing. Hallelujah. That is the instruction of God to us. Don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your request known unto him who alone answers prayers. Hallelujah. Our God, no doubt, is a promise keeper. In fact, 
to say that he's a promise keeper because he's the only promise keeper that we know. You know, there are some people that will not make promises at all because they have doubts in their abilities to deliver. And there are some that can promise, you know, heaven on earth. But in the end, some, not because they knew from the outset that they were not going to do it, but because of the frailty of men, they could not just deliver. And some, they just want to show up. But our God is the one that has ability to do, and he will say it ahead of time. Specifically, and according to the time of life, that promise will be delivered to you. So he's the promise keeper. And he's saying, be anxious for nothing. You know, man naturally can be concerned about many things in life. People can be concerned about their lives in general, about their relationships, about their marriages, about their children, about their careers, academics, visas, parents, future, a whole lot of things. And what is anxiety? It is intense or excessive or persistent worry or fear about everyday situations. And it can result in a lot of, you know, uh, medical conditions. It can lead to depression. It can lead to a lot of things. But God is telling you as his child, that be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. And if God has said this, he meant it. For the Bible says in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, for God is not a man that he should lie. Nor his son of man that he should repent. As he said something and shall he not do it or has he spoken and shall he not make it good. So God is capable of making promises and is capable of delivering on them. Hallelujah. So there are a lot of things that steer us in the faith. That naturally, even as a child of God, you are terrified. You are like, ah. Is it only me? It's, a, it's like the whole world is falling over you. You look at the situation, it is really challenging. You know, there was a time I was commuting from one city to another in, back in Africa. And all of a sudden, there was... You know, an attempted attack of armed robbers on the way, and they put, uh, you know, some road gloves, and a car happened to hit the the wheel they put on the road, and it wanted to somersault, but thankfully, it got stabilized, and it was just going with the wheel underneath the the, the bus. And do you know? The people that we were ministering to, we were preaching to, that were not even listening in the, on, on the bus. 
everybody erupted to shouting the blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Out of fear. You know, there was a time Moses got to the Red Sea. And what God would tell them, they started crying and shouting. And God had to answer that, Moses, why are you crying? Why are you crying unto me? Move forward. You know, if it were to be a cry of prayers, God wouldn't have challenged that. But when a cry is that of anxiety, is that of panic, God does not expect it from his children. And that's why in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, he said, God has not given us the spirit of fear. You know, that expression is actually pregnant with meaning. Why would the Bible start with God has not given us a particular spirit? Because that is the most common spirit in the world. You know, like everybody, even Christians, are likely to express, you know, that spirit in them. He said, he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So he does not expect us to be panicky when we present our requests and supplications before him. He said, be anxious for nothing. Because of our time, we go quickly to our main text, which is in Acts of Apostles, chapter 27. You know, Paul was arrested and he was being taken to Rome. And in Acts of Apostles chapter 27, they were in the ship and they were, you know, like sailing to Rome. Verse 13 says, And when the south wind blew, softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, losing things, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after they arose against it a tempestuous wind called Euroclidon. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. That was the ship. And when the ship was caught, okay, verse 16 now, and running under a certain island, which is called Clouda, we had much work, we had, we had much work to come by the boat. Eventually, in verse 20, let me jump to verse 20. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, and hope that we should be saved was then taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Cretan. And to have gained this arm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, who I am and whom, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, 
thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Therefore, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Hallelujah. They were troubled and there was a big cyclone on the sea and you know all hope was lost at the time they were going to drown they were going to lose all their lives on the ship but the fact that there was a man there who belonged to God there was a man there Paul who was serving God the Bible says the angel of God appeared to him and said, look, there will be no loss of life. You know, in all these situations, it was a terrifying situation. It was a difficult circumstance that someone naturally should be anxious. One should have lost hope. Even the people that were sailing with him, they could not eat. They have lost their appetite. Because we are talking about life. But this man, he demonstrated no title or judge of anxiety. Because he belonged to God. And God, the promise keeper, came through to him and said, Look, fear not, Paul. For you, you definitely appear before Caesar. And not only that, all the lives of the people that are sailing with thee, I have given them to you. What a glorious God. What a gracious God. So, in the journey of life, if you belong to God, if you belong to him, if you serve him faithfully and diligently, he will never leave you alone in the ocean of life. It will never. And he's saying that in all these circumstances that you face in your everyday life, be anxious for nothing. You know, in the village where I grew up in, there was a man, they used to tell us the, the story, who wanted to marry a particular girl. And he made all efforts to win the heart of the girl. You know, interestingly, we were talking about ravishing your spouse this morning. And he will go and hunt for games, for meat, for the, for the mother, for the parents. Get firewood for the parents. And at the end of the day, after those efforts, the lady did not marry him eventually. And they said, that man suffered for nothing. He labored for what? For nothing. So, if God is then saying, be anxious for nothing. In this life, be anxious for nothing. You know, of course, technically, if we look at that, well, maybe a slow speaker, and he's saying that, oh, be anxious. 
he has not put for nothing, you will think that, oh, this person is expecting you to be anxious and you are expecting what you are to be anxious for. And eventually, when he completes the statement, he says, for nothing. Hallelujah. But you have been preparing to be anxious at least for something. And when the results, when he finished speaking, is for nothing. Hallelujah. Do you know that everything in life, those challenges, those situations that appear to be daunting, that we ever face, if you combine them together and you know, multiply them by a thousand factorial, whatever, and put them in the sight of God, the Bible says it's insignificant. It's insig insignificant. According to 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 18, it says light thing for God to help. It's a very small thing. And there was a king, Asa, in 2 Chronicles chapter 14, verse 11, that presented his case before God. He said, it's a light thing. He says, it's, it's nothing for you to say, even by few or by many. Nothing. So, over the, in the course of the night, if you ever get anxious, you were anxious, you were worrisome about situations, and you appear before God in the morning. And say, Father, you know, I lost my sleep because I was anxious. You know, the angels in heaven, we have said, look at the heart. What was he anxious about? And they will look at God, the bigness of the God you are serving. And they will tell God that, see, your daughter, your son has been anxious for nothing. Because in the sight of God, it is insignificant. It is nothing. It's a light thing. Only for you to present your circumstances, your requests by prayer and supplication. This man, Apostle Paul, he demonstrated no anxiety because he belonged to God. And he was serving God. So the first step to live a life that is free of anxiety is for you to know God. It's for you to come to Christ. It's for you to know, to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ that has died for you and opened the gate of life. For all to come in. It's not a matter of whether I'm coming to church or whatever. But if you still do things that are contrary to the word of God. You want to do a certain, you still follow your mind all the time. Despite the fact that the Holy Spirit is raising a red flag against what you are said to do. This is wrong. And you still proceed to do it it is evident that you are not yet yielding to the Holy Spirit. So the first thing is for you to come to him. To be 
of God. So that in the ocean of life, when you are journeying, whatever the situation, you will see the angel of God stand beside you. Jesus Christ, who is the answer? The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24, that faithful is he who has called you, who also will do it. Whatever God has placed in your hand, ranging from your career to your parenting, to your ministry, you will know that God will stand by you. Is the answer to every question of life. The Bible says that when he sent two disciples to a city, I think was was it Bethany or whatever, to untie a coat that he wanted to ride into Jerusalem. He said, Go to a city, to the village, in front of you, and as soon as you enter into the village, you will find a coat which no man had ever used. Untie it and bring it to me. That was a mandate given to them. It was really challenging because apparently they have not been to that village before. They don't even know who the owner of the coat was. But Jesus said, if any man asks you, why are you untying that coat? Tell them that the Lord has need of it. There was a question that was raised against their mandate. But the one who sent them, who is the answer to every question, went with them. And the moment they gave that answer, no further question. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, O ye everlasting door, and let the king of glory come in. There was a question, who is that king of glory? The king that is strong and mighty. No further question asked. So in life, any person, any situation that is raising questions against your mandate, against your ministry, against your career, when you give your life to Jesus, you serve Jesus, he will give you the answer that will make them keep quiet forever. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. So, there is no room for anxiety. Like we, when we are worshiping God this morning, I just heard in my spirit that the fullness of joy, in our, there is no room for anxiety anymore. No room for sorrow. Secondly, Apostle Paul, he put all his time in the hands of God. That was why he demonstrated no anxiety. The Bible says in Psalm 31, verse 15 or 5, he said, my times are in your hands, O Lord. I think Psalm 31, verse 15, if I'm not making a mistake, or verse 5, I'm not really sure. So, he said, my times are in your hands. You know, Life itself is denominated in time. And that is why it is lifetime. So when you put your times 
in the hands of God, nobody can cut short your time. Nobody can cut short your lifetime. Nobody can truncate your destiny because it's in the hands of God. And number three, he was careful for nothing, but rather in everything with thanksgiving, he was prayerful. As a child of God, you need to pray about everything and appreciate God in everything. Thank God in everything. And you will see that the Lord Almighty, who inhabits the praise of his people, we come into your situation and give you victory. And number four, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, after that assurance, in that passage we read in Acts of Apostles, chapter 27, I think around verse 20-something, that there will be no loss of life. Close to verse 30, the sailors wanted to abandon the ship. They wanted to run. Imagine the people that were supposed to demonstrate leadership. The people were following. They wanted to leave. They wanted to abandon the ship. But because of the infinity of the Holy Spirit in Apostle Paul, he knew that the word of God has been spoken, that no life will be lost. But some people wanted to abscond. And he told them that, except you stay, you follow instructions and stay inside the ship, you are going to die. So, in every situation, you know, sometimes you receive the word of God, a prophecy of God, and it's as if it's not working in your life, only because you have failed to follow instructions. As given by the Holy Spirit time, from time to time. So, as we round up this morning, Anything that you have been faced with in life, you are facing in life in your career, turn to God. In your ministry, turn to God. The one who sent you is faithful, who also will do it. In your relationships, in your marriage, turn to God. And when you pray about every situation, you will discover that God who answers prayers will come to for you in the name of Jesus. As we round up this morning, I want you to know that as a child of God, if you stick with him and you obey his instructions, if you ever get worried, if you ever get anxious, know that you have only gotten anxious for nothing. Because all those things, they are a light thing in the hands of God. They are insignificant in the hands of God. So what are those things that preoccupy your mind and they have constituted a sort of burden on your mind? The Bible says, cast your burden upon him, for he careth for you. He didn't say share your body with him, because you know, when you call a friend or a brother to share, you know, they can only pray with you. 
And when you share something on WhatsApp or whatever on Facebook, it's still on your page, even though other people are getting the same message. But this one casts everything so that it's out of your space, it's out of your mind. And that is why when you take up that matter in the middle of the night and you are, being, you are getting yourself worried over them, that means it's like you have retrieved the file of that matter from the table of God. And when God arises and says, no, let me attend to this situation, here is the file. They will say the, the daughter, the son has come to pick it up again. So that's why people who do, who run to and fro, who are shaking in faith, they cannot receive anything from God. I want us to ask, uh, rise on our feet this morning. I want us to pray unto God that, Lord, thank you, O Lord, for your love for me. Telling me to be anxious for nothing. Wanting to isolate my life from every form of worry or anxieties in life. Father, I want to say, I want to say thank you. Lord, I receive this gift this power, this grace in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm sorry for all the anxieties I have entertained in my life, about my life, about my home, about my situations. And if you look back, those things have always resulted in testimonies. And you are like wondering, why did I get myself worried in the first place? I want us to ask God all those things that are challenging in our lives. I want us to present them before God. The Lord Almighty, next Sunday is our Thanksgiving Sunday. We are coming back with testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. There are some testimonies that we happen quickly in the mighty name of Jesus concerning your family, some issues in your families, people who are sick, people who are going through one thing or the other. You will receive good news in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, shouts of joy shall erupt in the tents of the righteous. You will hear good news in this week in the mighty name of Jesus. The power of the almighty God will overshadow you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want us to put our hands together for the Lord. I want us to clap. blessed can you celebrate Jesus in a better way celebrate Jesus amen what a wonderful message to hear at a time like this if there's anything I took from that message like you said it's to be anxious for nothing but in all things make your request known unto God bearing in mind that he has commanded us to cast all our cares on him because he cares for us. I want you to know that Jesus cares for you. And faithful is he who has called you. I pray that even as we go into this week, the Lord will show his faithfulness in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Brawale, thank you very much for that wonderful message. Can we just stretch forth our hands towards him and just prophesy into his life and ask God that even as he has blessed us, God will bless him. That the grace of God upon his life will increase. The anointing of God upon his life will increase. The Lord will enlarge him on every side. The Lord will remember him. Can you ask God that no time in his life will he ever have a cause to be anxious? Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
Amen. Have you been impacted by this message? Please share your experience with the pastor of the church, either via email, info at rccgjesusworshipcenter.org.au or please call plus six one four double six zero six two five eight zero.